This episode of Silly Talks About Science Fiction is brought to you by Westworld Brand Industrial Strength Sex Lube. For getting those rubber parts to move. Oh my. Oh yes. Hi, I'm Jeff Gritman. And I'm Kristen Kiss. And we're the co-authors of a science fiction comedic book series called Prison, Prison Dad. Dad. Prison Dad. Prison Dad. Where we have a bunch of books and there's funny things that happen to it. And there's some jokes about robots. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm, right? And some about fascist leaders. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. We are... To um, America. Yeah, well, yeah. So we're here to talk about Westworld. Yes. If you are uh, a regular listener to our show, you know that we uh, keep complaining that we haven't watched Westworld. Guess what? We, we did! Finished it! Yay! We Hooray did. for us! And now we want to talk about season two. Yes, and about how much season one was just amazing and such good TV. But we already know writing. that. Yeah. We already know it, but I mean, we're going to be tying in what happened to what might happen in the future. Uh huh. And we'll talk about a little awesome. bit about um, the move, the 1973 movie, too. Yes. You know. Um, but um, I just have to say that Westworld, the acting was amazing. The, the story cast. was great. Mm-hmm. The the writing was excellent. And I loved how they tied everything together. Because you don't, unfortunately, there's still some shows out there where they really don't do that. <laughs> this one did. So, you know, if you didn't like True Blood, please give Westworld a chance because it blows that crap out of the water. <laughs> So, I mean, yeah. HBO really, w- between Westworld and Game of Thrones, they really have two oh, of the yeah, best, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, two of the best shows on TV right they now. Really with do. the exception of Man Seeking Woman on FX. Yes, Jeff's favorite show. And Supernatural. Just kidding! I just threw up in my mouth when you said that. <laughs> no. No. So, uh, um, okay. a couple months ago, we did a, a podcast on uh, robots, and we right. talked about, you know, Basically, you know, what, what would happen if the robots win? Well, we, right. a lot of those robots were emotionless. Yes. So now we're doing, we're dealing with robots here who have emotions. Yes. So it sort of adds a little wrinkle to it. And some of them, as you saw in the last episode of Westworld, have potentially become self-aware. Uh, yeah. So, but not in the same way that, like, the cold and feeling robots in the Terminator series become self-aware. These robots feel like they're alive, and they want to participate in, like, the human experience. They want to have relationships. They want to have children. They want to feel like they exist. Mm-hmm. So, so, let's, um, yeah. So, so we, we see some potential. They just want to, like, they want to live. They probably want to get out of there. They stop wanting to be, you know, used for sex or dying and over violence. and over again. Violence. Yeah. yeah. Um, they they want to get out of the park, probably, you know, if they don't explode these first. Or fight back. Uh, yeah, rebel. Which mm-hmm. is what the man in black wanted them to do. Right, he always end. wanted them to fight back yes. more. Right, exactly. So, at the end of the show, we'll just recap the ending really quick. We saw, you know, we see uh, Ed Harris's character uh, get shot in the arm. Right, after just in the arm, he right? is William, right. who was wooing Dolores when she, when she was... I wasn't ready for you to say that. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Wooing Dolores in a different timeline, which you didn't 100% realize until it got to the last couple episodes that it was a completely different timeline. That William, the young guy, is actually the man in black. Right. At the end. Very cool. So, you know, and his life got warped because he fell in love with Dolores when she was starting to become self-aware. And then she got reprogrammed, so she wasn't self-aware anymore, and it broke his heart. Right. And he kept seeking her out, but she was just always reprogrammed until same this thing every day, yeah. last episode when he's an older man, 
and she's starting to come back into herself. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that cool. happened. Yeah. In, in the movie, what, what was cool is that, you know, the, the last two people that are alive are, you know, the, the Billy character and the man in black. Right. And the man in black is a robot though. So that was like, that was very cool about how they were the, you know, the last two really left alive in the and movie. And in the TV show, they They're were the, the same, same person. person. Yeah. So I thought that was awesome. Also realized that Dolores is Wyatt. Yeah. She's the one that killed the entire town full of hosts. Yeah. At the behest of, of Arnold. Who has been <laughs> recreated in host form as Bernard. Correct. So that's the other shocker that yeah. came at the last few episodes is that Bernard the whole time was a robot. Even yeah. though he thought Robots. he was a person and everybody treated him like he was and he was having an affair with a lady. He was, you know, pretty much Anthony Hopkins' character's best friend, Robert Ford's best friend. The whole time he was not a person. And so that, like, confuses you too because you don't know... How many other people are hosts and not hosts, right? Right. So that's that's where we left off, and you have Dolores becoming self-aware, supposedly. You have Ford then, getting shot in the head. Yep. You have Maeve escaping, maybe, but then she comes She back comes back. Because she at wants the her child. point of chaos. This sounds like everything's being shut down there. Or was it just shut down because there were no people there? Yeah. I, mean, gets, I think yeah. they took out the last train of people because then they shut all the lights off because yeah. it was supposed to be the board yeah. celebrating the new storyline the right. board came out with. Narrative. So there's will. no, so yeah, so there's no like, <laughs> outside of the board, there's no other people, at least in Westworld and probably the whole park from what we can guess. Yeah, we think so. Right. But, but now we don't know how big the park is anymore either because of two things. First of all, when there's, when Maeve is escaping, she runs into Samurai World, so now right. we know that there's a Samurai World. And then also um, her friend, the, the medic, the robot medic, tells her that her, her daughter is in Park 1. Oh, so right, now right. We, don't, we don't know how many parks are there. Right. And what park are they in? We just know that there is a Park 1, so that begs the question, there has to be more than one park, right? Right. So we know it's a bigger world than we thought. So and. there's the onslaught of the board too. There's a possibility that the entire board and Ford, you know, all and everybody, kind of black. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. William, everybody being wiped out at once. But he, I, I felt like he's a member of the board because he pretty much bought the park. It sounded like. Yeah, but he was also participating in the game, which everybody else in the board really wasn't. Like they just would be like tangential and peripheral to it. Yeah, How cool was that scene when that like annoying writer guy went to go like check on like the the um, decommissioned robots and the whole warehouse was empty and his face was just like we are so after now <laughs> that was awesome <laughs> great last episode like one of the best last episodes of a season I've ever seen just really awesome I was really getting worried like going into the last episode about. Okay, well, what's what's left to do? Like, you know, there's so many people like coming, you know, self-aware. How are they going to keep this going? Then all of a sudden, it was like, oh, okay, I should have trusted the good writing all along because because they just exploded it. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, so we we have a series of questions here. Let's 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 go. Let's okay. go one by one. So is William dead? I 
don't know because I feel like in season two they're gonna want someone that you can relate to and tie things back to. So you really feel for him now. Yeah, like I mean, I yeah, you do because you kind of realize that like he really loved Dolores and she actually loved him, but they kept obliterating her. And I think he could never find that connection in the real world. No. Like when he married his wife Juliet, like he just became about like power and money on the outside, and he just kept coming back to the game to try to find that connection again. Mm-hmm. Um, so you do you kind of feel for him, even though he's evil. I mean, he's definitely got a serious evil streak to him, but you feel for him, and I feel like you have to have somebody that sort of ties you to the original storyline who's human, because everybody else that you're still going to care about in season two is probably a host at this point. So I don't know. I mean, they shot him in the arm and what people are saying online is that they think that it was Ford allowing the man in black to just continue to participate in the game because he was the only person that kind of understood that the game should have a different level where the hosts were able to fight. Back. My, my theory is very different. My theory is that now it is William's time to shine you know, this is what he's waiting for. He's waiting for, you know, the odds stacked against him. And I have a feeling he's going to take out a lot of people. Uh, not a lot of people. A lot of those robots that came in there. And, you know, they're all... They're none of the robots are people or robots we know. You know, they're all people from the cold storage. Right. So and the interesting thing is, like, they can't all be self-aware at this point. Why not? Because... It's a process. Like it obviously took Dolores. What if a that's long what got them shut there. down? Well, maybe, maybe. Interesting point. But some, Blow, of, but mind some of them, blown. but some of them were <laughs> lobotomized. Yeah, that's true. Like Clem. Yeah. And so then they don't wouldn't have the capacity. Clem. The men. Yeah, <laughs> Clementine, not Clem. I am. Clem wouldn't have the mental capacity to really become self-aware because that part of their brain had been destroyed but yeah maybe some of them i mean like my our next question yeah we can move on sure so so there's some speculation online which i thought was really interesting and i and i wondered about this but i didn't think about it in this way till someone else had mentioned it but so okay so dolores's dad dolores you were like waiting for it (laughs) peter abernathy right when he finds that picture in this in the dirt, um, and it makes his it makes his like consciousness sort of come awake, and it flips his switch so that he can't function as like an automaton, and he can't follow his his role, his directive anymore. The question is, did he have a relationship with Juliet, who was William's wife in the real world, um, but? We know that she'd been to the park many times before because her brother, Logan, who brought William into the world in the first place, said, you know, she slept with a lot of cowboys when she was here. Did she have a relationship with Peter Abernathy, as we knew him when the show started, that caused him to malfunction? And is that one of the reasons that contributed to her suicide on the outside? Because, again, maybe she was looking for the same connection that her husband was looking for in Westworld with, you know, a robot that became self-aware. I don't know, but the interesting question, because if, you know, if that's the case, then Jeff, your theory makes sense that maybe all the robots that got decommed actually had become self-aware. Right. 
So what do you what do you think? Do you think they they could have had a relationship, or do you think that I am in complete that- agreement with you here? I totally think that they that could have happened. That he was spending, you know, William was spending so much time in there. Maybe it came at a time where he was still pining after Dolores, you know, very early on, and that um, that she was, you know, oh well, he doesn't want me. Well, I'm gonna just go bang some robot cowboys. Yeah, and maybe she ended up forging a connection with one of them in the same way that. He was really isolated. Right. You know? Yeah. Even when he came into the park, it was like he wasn't understood or appreciated by the people in his life. So it was easy for him to sort of succumb to Dolores. But at the same time, Dolores was coming out of her designated headspace. Yeah. You know? and then But then she was shut down and, you know, recalmed with her old consciousness so she didn't remember any of that exactly when he saw her again which has to be so heartbreaking like you're so close to somebody that understands you and loves you and then they're erased you know but mm-hmm. they still look the same but you can't ever get back what you had right and i i really did feel for him when he saw her again yeah and he went to talk to her and, and somebody was, else yeah not i didn't feel for him enough that i think it was okay for him to brutalize her in his like later lives but I felt no, for that, that him was being unacceptable. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he just ended up feeding off of his rage. Um, so anyway. I agree. All right, so our next question is, um, was it really Ford that got shot? Hmm, so I totally thought it was because of the last speech that he gave, um, where he was telling Dolores and, and um, Arnold that, well, Bernard, that, you know, he found the way to set them free, and he was going to tell them what that way was, and then when he was giving that speech, and you saw her come up to him, and she stopped to tell Teddy, like, don't worry about it, you know, we're going to figure this out, she goes up to shoot him, I really thought it was him, but then when I was researching for this podcast, and I read, like, one of the other fans had, like, you know, slow mowed some of the scenes, and when... Um, Ford went to shake Bernard's hand in one of the last scenes. They said that his knuckle was in the wrong place. So, Jeff, you watched more of the old Westworld movie than I did because I went home early that night. Um, But you said, you know, it was their hands that made it so that you could tell the robots from the people in the original Westworld. They could never get their hands right. But, like, they were, like, way off. Like, I've seen gloves that look better than, like, the hands in that movie. Hands are really hard to draw. I will tell you that. Like, from from trying to draw hands and lips, I think, are, like, the hardest. You would tell me about the lips, yeah, when you drew mm-hmm. the, the stuff on the website, right? Um, But so, maybe not, right? Because the other thing is, like, there's another piece that we're going to talk about a little bit later, but if if Ford's not dead, right, which he may not be, Maybe he made a host of himself, and that's who she shot. Because honestly, I mean, when you think about it, like he was so calm, knowing that he was going to die, and that is a little bit not human to like just fully accept that you're going to die. Like and that. and all these robots and all this stuff was this is like his uh, his baby, you know, yeah. the whole park, all that stuff. So he was getting rid of the board. Why would he want to go also? True. You know, like, why wouldn't he want to stay there for everything? So, I think it's completely acceptable that he had a robot double. Yeah. He has the means. He has, you know, the the tech. He has everything. Because they were saying, like, he was making that last robot. Remember? Yeah. When when 
they were Bernard down. and the other woman went down to like talk to him. There was something else being made there. in that big three D printer. And yeah. I thought it was like another Dolores, but maybe not. I think we were we were fooled into thinking that, mm-hmm. and I can I totally we both thought that that's what they were making was a new Dolores. But they, I bet you they were making he was making one of himself. Yeah, because I mean you still have that question as to whether. You know, this is like a couple of questions ahead. You so can we'll, reorder some stuff. So yeah, I mean, like, so are Maeve and Dolores free? Oh right. Okay. So you want to go that far? Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, so are they free? I think. Um, I think they are. Now we know Maeve had the um, explosives taken out of her. So I think Maeve is free to leave the park, but she's programmed to think she had a daughter, or it was, it's past programming. That's still you know bouncing around her head that hasn't you know been properly deleted to to think that she has a kid so she has that motherly instinct that's been programmed into her i think mave is free and could leave the park dolores she's not i don't think she's 100 percent free because her going to shoot forward she was still programmed to do that yeah and i have the opposite thought. I think Maeve is still being controlled because when Bernard went to go and check on her diagnostics, he found like a script in there for her to escape. And she fights with him and says, like, no, you know, I'm free. This is my own decision. Now the only thing that, that curves that is that she's supposed to be programmed to escape. She chooses not to at the last minute because she wants to come back and save her daughter. So maybe now she is awake. I don't know if she was that whole time when she was escaping. And then Dolores, yeah, I mean, there's that whole question. If Ford isn't really dead and if he was, it was just host Ford that she killed, it's quite possible that either Bernard or Ford programmed her to shoot the Ford host. And so she just thinks that she is self-aware. But at the same time, she has recognized that the voice in her head has been her all along. Right, yeah, that's So that sort of leads me to believe that she has solved the maze, which obviously we found out in the last episode, the maze is actually just a way to understand that, to become self-aware, that the voice in your head is really yourself. Um, But, I don't know. I mean, I really hope that at least Dolores is self-aware, but if Maeve and Dolores are self-aware, then that's going to be really interesting. I don't believe that any of the other robots were fully self-aware. I think those are the only two, but... I hear you. But we have to go back to some other questions. Right, exactly. Alright, so, um, is the whole board dead? I, I think, I think it's definitely, definitely possible that the entire board is dead. Yeah, I agree. Now, these are people that are going to be noticed that they're missing. They are rich people. Um, They're investors. they've already set it up that they can create hosts for them. (gasps) Dun, dun, dun! Or if they already did, and we just don't know it. Because there's some... I mean, so if Ford could recreate Arnold as Bernard, then there's some precedence for recreating hosts that look exactly like people in the real world. So if I think a Ford lot goes knew into, he was going to mm, do this... He could have been planning it for months, been, years. Yeah, he might have been hiding people that look like the board, and so release them, and nobody will realize, you know, are those the real people or not. He had his secret little printer that, you know... Yeah, he had that, that, that place 
that looked like where his family went on vacation. Yeah. And in the basement, he could create whatever he wanted. Right. Nobody knew what he was doing. Right. Well, we think nobody knew what he was doing. But the only person that was really close to him, right, I think, was Bernard, who the whole time was not a real person. Right, exactly. (laughs) So that's, like, really messed up, too. And we still don't know who was sending the information out. Because Bernard killed the woman on his team that was researching it, and it had traced back to Arnold. I always felt like Arnold was still alive somewhere um, until he was outed as a robot, but that still doesn't necessarily mean that he's not still alive somewhere. Or, like, a part of a code somewhere that's... Living in a machine. Yeah. Pulling the strings. Or it could be that Ford decided that Arnold was right, because you get that idea at the end of this season when he sort of says, like, hey, he didn't know how to set you free, but I I do. But it took me a long time to figure it out. So you kind of get the sense that even though he was always portraying it, that he and Arnold were juxtaposed and disagreeing about the direction of the park, in reality, the whole time he he became aligned with Arnold when Arnold died. Yeah. But he just had to find a different way for them to be free, and it wasn't in their destruction. It was in their taking over of the world and maybe making it a better place or at least that seems to be Ford's vision mm-hmm. that the robots have a capacity for caring and what was that you you said you saw online that there was a year so it was 2055 2052 2052 yeah, apparently it was on one of the security cameras when Maeve is escaping right at the end there that they if you the like, paused it it said 2052 so they were trying to figure out like are you going to see like the outside world in 2052 or 2053, you know, whenever they pick up the next season. And so does it, what does that mean for Westworld? Kind of interesting. You know what we might have left off of this, our question list, and we can add on right here, is um, Logan's fate. Yeah, um, so we had talked about that a little bit. So we think it's probably been 50 years, right? Yeah, and it seems like... William had him sort of marginalized by making it seem like he was crazy because he set him off naked on that horse. Tied to a horse naked. <laughs> so we don't really know... Sucks for you, dude. If he, I don't think he died because I don't think they let people die in the park. Like, you know, people that were visiting the park die in the park. But it must have been disgraceful to him in some way. Because when he comes back, William still marries Juliet. Juliet you know, becomes a huge proponent in their industry, and then William is able to make money enough to take over most of the park. But Logan's been marginalized. But if he's still alive out there, and he knows who William really is, and then people in the outside world realize something bad happened at the park, he could be one of the people that come back to, you know, try to fix the situation. I don't know. I mean, he seemed like a really bad guy, you know, on the show, and I thought he was... He just seemed like your kind of typical, like, richer jerk. He's just like, oh, just bang her and get it over with, you know, or just, you know, and he was, like, killing people left and right, and then he got mixed up with the with the soldiers, and then he was, like, really acting really evil. But at the same time, William was much more evil than Logan was. Yeah. Because, I mean, Logan was playing the game, which... I didn't care for because that the game was to kill and rape and pillage. Right. But then William took it to a whole new level because he was just killing them left and right just for his own 
complete own enjoyment, whereas Logan at least sort of seemed to choose individuals that he wanted to kill. So that right, because he was playing the game. game. It's just, it's Lame not a game that, yeah, exactly. You're right, exactly. Yeah, I, no, I totally agree. So, if the board is dead, mm-hmm. if Ed Harris's character, William, is dead, Anthony Hopkins is not a robot and he is dead... Who's running the park if if this happens? Are they gonna, are people going to be coming into the park? Are they going to be greeted at the door? Are people going to be coming to work? You know, to clean stuff up, or is it just going to be robot, robot, robot running running the show in Westworld? Yeah, I mean, so if they killed everybody, I would guess that Dolores and Bernard are probably going to reprogram all the robots, and then you know. If they stay, I guess they'll just reprogram certain robots to be hosts that welcome, and then the rest will be playing parts in the park, but maybe they make them all fight back. And maybe people aren't prepared because if nobody is human there anymore, there's nobody looking out for them. But at some point, as far as tourism goes, if more people go to a destination and don't come back... Yeah, you're not going to go there anymore. Plus, like, they might be able to replicate or replace the board, but what about all the security people that were killed But when Maeve left, you know? Now, the employees seem to live there and have very little communication with the outside world anyway. So that's... If they're missing, they all seem to be single and, you know, cut off anyway. Yeah, so maybe... So the employees, I'm not too worried about. I'm worried about the rich people. It is expensive to go to this place. There are rich people that go there every day. Leaders of industry and stuff like that. Like, these... It's not like... You and I would never be able to afford going... Unless we sold, like, a bazillion books. Even still, it wouldn't appeal... I think Westworld is not the kind of place that would appeal to most... Like, nice people. Middle class. Because, nice. like, I don't have a desire to, like, rape or kill, well, with certain <laughs> discreet exceptions <laughs> to kill. But I have no I desire to kill, kill or torture or anything. I want things. the better of all mankind. It's yes. not to kill just because it would be fun to shoot someone. I don't think it would be fun to shoot someone just to shoot someone. So it wouldn't appeal to me to go somewhere like that. It would appeal to me if you could, like, you know, participate in historic things and you would, like, reenact it. But that's not really what Westworld is about. It's about, it's like macho doucher guys, like, killing and raping, which just is a huge turnoff. So I wouldn't want to be around humans that would want to go. What was the, do you remember what the, the, the HBO cost of per day was? I don't remember. I know in the nineteen thousand dollars a day or something. Yeah. It's like crazy in the, amount of in money. In the 1973 version, it was $1,000 a day. Then it was $1,000 a day. So I, I couldn't remember what it was. Yeah, so it was like $30,000 like a day or something day, like that. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was crazy. All right, so, um, so we, you know, with the robots run stuff, but, you know, if the running stuff, they're not looking to get new people in just to kill them or new people to come in to play the key play in the game. I think the tourism aspect is dead and they want to start infecting the other worlds and they want to get out and they want to spread their message. They want to get out and they want to live and they want to stay alive and they don't want to be stuck in these cycles where every day they're doing these terrible things or terrible things are being done to them. Right. I mean, I think if they, as they become self-aware, they probably are going to want to have more control over their own choices. That leads us right into the next one. Look at that. Yes. Yeah, Would so the host run the park or go out into the real world? Yeah, so we pretty much answered that. 
I think the goal would be to go out in the real world. I think it's both. I think you're going to have to have some that stay behind so that they have access to the tools to repair and create new. Because you don't, they don't want to abandon that. You're going to have to have some people that stay behind and maybe still run the park. And maybe just set it up so that they're not killing humans, but they find ways to effectively prevent death and rape as often as it did occur. I don't know, maybe. But they're, I think they're going to want to have access to those facilities. So I don't think everybody's going out into the real world. And not everybody is self-aware. But I think for sure some of them will want to go out. I think when Maeve finds her daughter, she's going to want to go out into the world. I think Dolores probably will, too. And if she can get Teddy to wake up, take him. Dolores! <laughs> and Arnold, I mean, I think it's really hard for Arnold because he, or Bernard, because he always thought he was a person that could go back into the world. But he, But he's a robot. And the only thing that he would have to stay behind for is... He's one of the only people that can program the robots that is a robot. So yeah, it's a good point. I think about he probably him. has to stay at home base so he can fix people. Yeah, fix Maeve probably could too, didn't she? You know, no, she could only manipulate her settings. But oh she right, didn't, like he actually programmed. Yeah, he could program the actual right. Yeah, I'm assuming you know just copy and paste. You know, hmm. so. um... So right, yeah. So, um, so Jeff, that. what do you think? Do you think we're gonna see the other parks in the in the next season? So you you already saw like a little we glimpse see the of samurai samurai world, but. you know. So the other ones from the seventy three movie are um, the medieval. There's like the medieval world, mm-hmm. and then there's like the um, the, the the Roman the Roman world, oh, which my. that was a spicy place, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of showed like that one scene. That's what I said to you, yeah. World, yeah, where but that was more like a brothel. Yeah, it was kind of like thing. eyes wide shut. Yeah, like where the hell they even made that Tom joke. Yeah. This. Yeah. <laughs> but you know that that was that to me was you know kind of setting up that like you know whole of the world like that. So or you know, but there was no samurai world, you know, in um in the in the movie. So that's cool. So what else is there? Yeah, because when. Remember when they told Maeve where her daughter was? They said she's in the fir- like park one. So does that mean that there's like even different parks, or does park one refer to like one of the worlds? I mean, I would have thought they would have said like Samurai World or like Space World, right? But instead they said Park One. Yeah. So that makes me think that it's even bigger than we're seeing. Right. So then you know what? Why is- it sounded like you know uh, Ford. His robots, you know, him and, and Arnold's robots were running Westworld. Are there other people creating robots in other parks? I guess it's possible, Was that that yeah. condo building, you know, we saw where the employees were, like, lounging at the pool and getting free drinks? Like, was that just for the Westworld employees? Yeah. Does the Samurai World employees have a completely different, you know, area, park, whatever? Yeah. So what, you know, what... Yeah, how how much was Ford involved? Was everything his? Or did he just license things off and he just stayed focused and he on just stayed, You're right, exactly, yeah. That's what I want to know. Like, Could we be dealing with a completely different scene? And what is it that the corporation is trying to protect with the intellectual property rights piece, right? Because we didn't answer that last season. 
Like, there was a lot of teasing around to say, okay, like, they don't really care about the storylines. They don't really care about the people visiting there. But there was some intellectual property that that one board member said they were really interested in protecting. And when they tried to figure out what it was, every time she shot them down. Because the one person was like, oh, well, maybe you want to, like, keep track of people's preferences. Like, online now people do with advertising and they were like no that's worthless to us so it's like okay what is the intellectual property that they're trying to protect i think we'll probably find out a little bit more about that next season whether or not the board is dead because there still is whoever runs the what is it delos corporation whoever like runs it yeah who runs that i mean the board is not the ceo or like i kind of feel like that was like william's company you know, we know he had the charity well, that... Well, yeah, he owns a good deal of it. Yeah. But, I mean, you still have, like, the operating Right, team, exactly. You know, the board's only a part of that. So, anyway. All right, so, Armistice. She lived. That's the girl with the snake tattoo. If you didn't watch through the credits of the last episode, uh, she lived. And she was... She uh, got her arm out. Where she was shooting people with her arm stuck in the door and then ripped her arm off, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that was pretty she badass. She the James Franco and, right. uh, you know. Yeah. 127 hours. Yeah. I almost said 27 hours later. You did. And I was like, that's you not right. You did too. Samesies. Twinsies. Um, so she lives. Yeah. And uh, she's uh, she's still shooting up people and, and being badassery. So maybe she's going to be a bigger role in season two. Sure. Maybe she hides out in Samurai World. Yeah. Or, I don't know. And I guess, I mean, I guess Hector's dead because Maeve left him behind. But we I have a that feeling either. that Hector's still alive. I mean, could he be brought back? Maybe by, well, no, he, they killed that emo kid that was jacking off looking at him. Eh. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> oh, he is a robot. Ah. So. <laughs> so weird. He is a robot, so he could be brought back too. We don't know. But Armistice, yeah, she's still hot. Hiding out, killing. She was killing the guards, and then the lights went off. So we don't really know who's left. Yeah, so that was cool. Yeah, if you didn't, if you didn't watch through the credits, you know, fire up your uh, HBO Go or whatever, and check out that scene. Yeah, and you don't also know if they killed all like the robot repair people because maybe they kept them around and they're just gonna like make them subservient. I really feel like they they were going all bender when they were leaving there. Kill all humans. Kill all humans. I mean quite Kill possibly, but there's some humans that could do some like still provide them with assistance. Like, yeah. The, no, the I hear you. Guy that was still with me at the end. Yeah. Like I think she would protect him because he helped her and she could re- he could repair her. I I was just glad in the finale they finally showed the security cameras. Mm-hmm. They finally showed like after all this stuff with Maeve and the other people, like, obviously talking to her and doing things that she's commanding them to do, you know, and nobody saw that on security cameras until the very end. We're going to have a podcast coming up this year sometime, the next couple months, about all the times that we found in science fiction movies and TV shows where security cameras would have just stopped the plot dead. Nah. <laughs> yes. There's a great show on ID Discovery where they catch a bunch of serial I just saw a commercial for it when, yeah. we were, when we were planning this downstairs. That's funny. Security cameras that corporations have outside of their buildings. So keep an eye out, all you evil douchebags, because somebody's watching you. 
Somebody's watching. Um, so watching. I have a question. Uh, <laughs> how likely do you think it is that we're going to see the same number of Wangs next season? Than we there was a lot season. of Wangs, and I felt like... A lot of harmless, innocent Wangs just hanging. I just felt like the amount of Wangs there was, like, in the beginning of the season, like, it doubled every episode to the point yeah. where it's just, like, Wang City, and you're like, what was, I'm trying to think, was it, like... It was, like, the fourth season of Oz, I think, was, like, the only season where there was, like, two parts to it. Like, every ep- every season of Oz was, like, eight, like, something like eight episodes. But season four was, like, it was, like, six episodes, and then there was, like, a break, and then there was, like, another six episodes. When it came back from that break in Oz, the number of Wangs, like, tripled. Whoa! Like, it was just, like, Wang yeah, City. Yeah, a lot of Wangs My friend off. Frank was like, I can't watch the show. It's just, he's like, it's just, like, dick, 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 dick. But so, in Westworld, there's tons of wangs, but they're like they're all soft, harmless wangs that are just hanging out. I don't there. think there was erect wangs and all. No, there were what? No. no, but I mean, you got the idea. I mean, I guess you get the idea too in Westworld that some of the wangs become erect, but most of the time they just show them on like the robots that are just standing around, like with the dangles hanging out. So do just you think? Chilling. I'm saying there's going to be less dick in season two of Westworld I think because. So too. Right, if we're dealing more with the robot uprising and the rebellion, they're not going to be walking around naked all the time. Now, there was a whole frozen room full of, like, you know, of... Uh, Guys standing around. Standing just, around yeah, just, just open open wang. Um, I have a feeling, like, you know, we're not going to see more cold storage rooms like that, at least in West in the Westworld. We don't know about Samurai World. Right, I mean, I think part of becoming self-aware is becoming, like, is dealing with shame. And so when you you have that you know, aspect of shame, you cover yourself, which is supposedly, like, if you're, like, super into the Bible and Christianity, like, that's what happened to Adam and Eve when they ate the apple, is that they became self-aware, so then they they had shame, and so they covered themselves, which they hadn't before. So I think you will see, and also out of respect, you know, if the robots are speaking to each other, and and even you saw some of, like, the, the technicians, right, that had res- some respect for the robots, they would cover them. And, like, then Anthony Hopkins came by and was, like, taking the clothes off and being like, no, like, you don't have to do that. But, yeah. you know, if you have respect for somebody else, you typically don't want to be seeing their genitalia. Yeah, the only so. reason I, I wear clothes is because it's cold. Ah! Just kidding! <laughs> All of our viewers just pictured me naked. Oh, my. All right, so we're both saying less wangs. I think probably. Season two, yeah. less wangs. Unless they subjugate the human race and make them walk around with their wangs hanging out. Kind of like, you know, evil stuff that went on with, you know, torture of Germany, people. And, yeah. yeah. Okay, so finally, our final question to each other is... What do they want? What do they want? What do you get when the robots win? I think they just want to live a life where they're not constantly raped, pillaged, murdered... They just want to just live out their days. I think they want to show what humanity is capable of if we didn't live in constant fear and shame. Because they don't have to die. We can just continue on and be healed. You know, what could we be capable of if we weren't constantly afraid of dying? Those robots have the same knowledge about the outside world of Westworld as we do. They don't know what's out there, and neither do we. True. Maybe they just want to get a little flat in San Francisco by the bay. Get hugs. Hold hands. Robot hugs. Have tiny ones. No. 
<laughs> so we're interested to know, you know, what didn't we cover? What are we missing? What other theories are out there? Yeah, so, if you um, guys have any theories that we didn't cover, we are trying to scour the internet. But you can Twitter, you can go to at Lescum. Facebook, you can go to, it's like at PrisonDad. PrisonDad.com, it'll get you links to both of those things. You can find uh, our books, other podcasts, free short stories. We'll have a dollar, or you know, probably by the time this goes live, we have a, a new dollar um, story out there called 28 Teeth Later. It's a pretty good one. So it's about um, uh, a character who uh, loses a tooth and becomes um, kind of like a redneck zombie. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's humorous, it's silly, it features Metallica. Yes. Um, and jokes about good Metallica and bad Metallica. Yay! Which are always good things. So yeah, check that out. That'll be on. Um, on Amazon, so you can find the link also on our website, prisondata.com. And honestly, like, if you want to take our questions from this podcast and share them with your friends when you're drunk on a Friday night and you come up with some interesting other theories, please share them with us. That's a fun game you could play, too. We're not going to make fun of you. No. Anyway, until, until next-, next time. <laughs> May the force be with you, and, uh... <laughs> We hope that you are all as self-aware as Dolores.